residential lighting specialist to our Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, Thar Casey joins us from Dublin, California, where he is CEO, President, and Founder of Amber Solutions. Mr. Casey is a Silicon Valley entrepreneur with a track record of launching disruptive technologies. His latest venture is creating patented technologies for digital control of electricity in solid state architecture. Dar Casey, thanks for joining me. Great to see you again. Hey, good seeing you, Jeremy. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Dar, uh, back in, I think it was March 2020 when we first spoke, uh, I recorded an hour conversation with you about Amber Solutions, and I ended up publishing parts of that video, but hadn't really started hosting this podcast yet. So I wanted to circle back, get an update on your company, the technology developments along the way in the past year. It's been a year of the pandemic. We had just get gotten underway with that. It's been a crazy time. Um, but uh, I wanted to take it a little slower for the listeners so they really understand what it is that Amber Solutions uh, is, is all about, and especially what the progress has been in the last year. But before we dive into the tech, just so the audience knows a little bit more about your personal credentials, could you just take us through a very brief CV of your Silicon Valley tech career? Sure. So thank you again. Um, I'm a serial entrepreneur uh, in Silicon Valley. I grew up in here. This is home for me. And I, what, what, what excites me and intrigues me is something that it has to be different. Something that people, when they look at it at first glance, they say it's impossible or it won't work. Or they may even chuckle or they laugh a little bit about you. That's okay. It's good. It means just they haven't thought about it, or maybe they are dismissing it because they don't think the value proposition from it. And as long as I do, and as long as I do my homework, then I will be, in this case, a disruptor. I will be bringing something that it's different. And this way, I'll be able to carve out the patents that I want. I'll be able to carve out the market that I want, and so on. So I've been doing this, if you will, majority of my adult career. Um, and uh, you know, I've done a number of companies, all the way from uh, uh, medical devices to biometrics, and now in the power. So it's uh, it is excite me again to to come up with something that is disruptive and and it's exciting and it can add value to to people's either quality of life or just the for saving energy for the environment or whatever it might be. Right, and you're not a just a pie in the sky concept guy. You're a finance person with a real foundation who has realized that you're that you're into the process of of uh, of operations. And so you, you, you've latched on being based in Silicon Valley with these companies. Now, bring us up to date with Amber Technologies. We, we, we talked about a lot of it with my previous conversation with you. And I have to say, I, my brain was like, was, was processing as fast as it could to kind of catch up to um, a technology concept that I really wasn't that familiar with having been more from the smart home uh, product space, uh, you know, a lot of low voltage technology, but not really the power infrastructure part of that. Uh, give me the elevator pitch sure. and maybe we can then break it down into specifics in our conversation. Absolutely. 
So Jeremy, uh, our breakthrough is that we found a way to control electricity, manipulate electricity. Um, there's a sine wave, okay? It goes up and down, if you will, and that's a sine wave of electricity. It's positive, negative, positive, negative. We found a way to chop and dice and slice and even turning that sine wave to a straight line DC. So electricity, it means there's a sine wave of up and down, positive, negative. Mm -hmm. DC, which is a battery-like, it's basically a straight line. There is no sine wave, okay? Amber found a way to take, in this case, the electricity, manipulate that sine wave, including turning it to a straight line DC without having to power convert AC to DC. So when we tell the world all of these large manufacturing companies in, in, in products, if you will. It doesn't matter what kind of product. It doesn't have to be an outlet or a switch. It can be any kind of a product that we can do this without using a power converter. They're extremely dismissive. They don't think there is such a thing out there. Well, we did it. We found a way to do it through a very proprietary solid state technology where we can give them that. Okay, so everything in electronics is pretty much circuit boards, but the power supply is this big, chunky thing that exists. And this basically gets everything on a chip level, right? The That's smaller. correct. Yeah. So, so in this case, if you, if you can visualize, okay, um, everything that you have inside the gang box, which is the box behind the light switch, okay? Right. Or the outlet or the circuit breaker. It's electromechanical. It's based off of technologies that was built in the early century and it we're still using it. Does it work? 100%. It, is, there, is it efficient? Absolutely, okay? However- well, well, but it does put off heat, so in a way- It does, kinda... sure, of course, but it did work, okay? Yeah. I'm not gonna put it down. However, we've reached a point where we have found technologies to make it better. For example, we trip 3,000 times faster than a circuit breaker. Therefore, we can eliminate fire okay. faster. Okay. Um, the, the product, it can be substantially smaller because it's no longer electromechanical. It's a chip. Okay. Um, the amount of intelligence that we can add inside it that allows us to give us in this case, uh, uh, more intelligence about the, 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 the environment that we're surrounded by all the way from motion, temperature, humidity, all of that, we can now produce a variety of all of this stuff within the electrification infrastructure of a building without to have to add all of these different, uh, they call them here in the industry, licks, lick and stick, stick and lick or whatever. We don't need to do this. We or can even, do it actually within the gang boxes. Or, or even another term, wall warts, where you've got wall so, many, so yes. many different boxes for things where you can just embed everything in. I, I, my example that I thought of was you have a dimmer uh, switch and that can be the intelligent piece on the wall. It's going to have to be there anyway. You want an interface for, that, for the lights. But then instead of having a separate... Uh, carbon monoxide sensor, for instance, you told me about once before, the, that, that could be in there, right? Something embedded Absolutely. in- Absolutely. Yeah. Jeremy, I mean, the beauty about it is the, the, the box is there already in the right. wall. Mm -hmm. Why not leverage it? Yeah. It's free space, okay? So 
why don't we put inside that box with the dimmer a temperature, humidity, motion for all security, okay, all of it, and the carbon monoxide sensor, and on and on and on, absolutely. And it's, and it's just teeny tiny. There's no additional no bulk involved. Do you know how big is the sensor for, um, for uh, a temperature sensor? A pinhead. Mm -hmm. That's all oh, it is. It's a okay. pinhead. But what it needs is a power supply. It's about two inches by one inch to power it. Right. We eliminate that. We can make that pinhead power up with a tiny chip. Right. So just a slight backtrack. So you are not necessarily the guy that comes up with this idea. You have a partner, someone who came to you or you had a conversation with, and you said, this is the next thing that I want to work with. Right. That's how that happened. Well, the way, the way, the, the way it works in my life, if you will, is that through introductions, you meet some of the most brilliant scientists on this planet, very smart people uh, who have done it before and they have great, brilliant technology. And, and I look at it and I say, this is fantastic. I love it. And we strike a friendship and we get to know each other. And then the more that I get to see this, the more that I get to visualize what I can do with this technology, the more that I can see the broader applications of this. And my, my partner, Mark Pelopas, is one of the most brilliant engineer out there, PhD, electrical engineering, uh, successful entrepreneur. His, his technology is in a variety of different products worldwide. And when he came up with a way to disrupt, in this case, that sine wave and manipulate that sine wave and come up with all these things, my brain started to think about all of these variety of different applications. Then when we started to dive into it further and further, and when we started to look into this, Jeremy, where we can apply it and more that we can start seeing that it is, we are not even touching the surface of this whole thing. It's a lot deeper than that, because now we can actually play inside the silicon of the semiconductor companies where their chip will be powered by our chip that it will go across everything out there. Mm, okay. Well, so what were the first items on the to-do list, the checklist to develop as you created this? This is a, a brand that's been around for four years now, Amber Solutions? Yep, Amber's been around for four years. And and how many years then were you developing to where I, I first really learned of you a year ago? Is that when, does it take three years to really get everything into some sort of a thing that can be presented to partners sure. and licensees? Here's, here's, here's the problem. You are basically, you're, you're, you're working on something that has never been done before, ever. You're building um, an elevator to the moon, okay, <laughs> for the first time, okay? Yeah. It's never been done before. So the discoveries is daily, okay? Then what do you do? You got to take it to a point where you go to the electrical, electrical manufacturing companies and you show them your technology. At first glance, Jeremy, what they do is they put their hands in, their, in your chest and then they push you away and then they say, there is no such a thing. And I don't blame them. You know, you go to somebody and you say to them, look, you're, you're, you, know, you came up with this in solid state. It's, it's a little bit of, of a, you know, like this is crazy. There's no such thing. So then eventually you demonstrate it to them. Now they started believing you. Then you give them an eval unit. 
Okay. Then when they take the eval unit and then they test it at their facility, then they recognize that you're no longer it's a theory or an idea. This is reality. So we have now been evaluated by a number of companies, all the way from electrical manufacturing companies and semiconductor companies, both worlds. The semiconductor companies are suppliers to these electrical manufacturing companies. When I say electrical manufacturing companies, if I can just give you a perspective, so in here, who these companies are. Sure. I'm talking about companies like Eaton, Leviton, Lutron, Legrand, Honeywell, Schneider, all these different large, well-known, respected companies. And then you got the semiconductor companies, companies who make chips, so all the way from um, uh, companies like Infineon and companies like OnSemi and companies like uh, uh, ST Micro and Microsoft, all of those, those are the semiconductor. Both of these companies have been validating our technology and they came to a conclusion that we have what we claim that we have. Okay. So that's what we did during the COVID year. Hmm. We end up, if you will, signing an additional eight MOUs. What's an MOU? We end up, MOU is a memorandum of understanding with okay. these companies. And the purpose of the MOUs is really to establish, in this case, and validate Amber's technology with them for the purpose of productization. And what are those first few products to go to market with, such right. as a light switch, outlet, dimmer, circuit breaker, and so on. Mm-hmm. Great. And then after this, we will start now working with them on volume and manufacturing and everything. Okay. And that's the stage where, where we are right now. So to be honest, for where we are right now, for the amount of money that we have raised to date, and based on our current standing, I think we are, have, we've been exceeding, as a matter of fact, our uh, uh, expectations, because it is black magic, and we are pulling it together <laughs> and turning it into something that it is going to be useful. Well, I, I think the hardest thing for me to get uh, used to is that this is so new and so disruptive that when I see an announcements and your your PR agency sends me news on developments that you've made and financing that you've received, financing I get, developments uh, aren't new products yet because you're still working on that pro- productization part of it. Um, so uh, I'm so used to just seeing end products. And this is such a long mm-hmm long process of sure. getting something so new to market. Um, and I, I think one of the things I didn't understand when we first talked was that you're still using the same electrical infrastructure of a building. You're not changing out wiring. Uh, you're not necessarily changing out the panel. Uh, you may be changing out circuit breakers within the panel, right? But not uh, really the, the structure of what's out there and the 110 that's going through a building. Uh, it's really just the end devices that improve. I, 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 I'm in disagreement with you. Oh, no, I um, got that wrong. No, no, no. I, I'm sorry. I'm in agreement with you. What I am saying, however, is where, where I see Amber in this case is, is going to create a new standard and in an area where, where electrification endpoints it's been the last frontier that nobody's been touching and paying attention to. 
what we are doing in here, we're not adding another bill and whistle to an existing technology. So the, the, the companies that you are working with or you've seen over the years, they have an outlet, good looking working outlet. Now they add a temperature sensor to it, let's say, or energy monitoring. Okay, it takes them maybe a year and a half from concept to completion. They don't even make the sensor. They go buy the sensor from someone else. So all they did is basically integrate and they came up with a new looking outlet and, and that's it. I am bringing in this case, so let's assume that they have, I don't know, let's, let's, let's say, let's assume they have a Chinese uh, uh, calculator and I am bringing a computer. And why did I use Chinese calculator? Because it is actually physically me electromechanical. It's mechanically, you're calculating in this case, okay, numbers. And I am bringing now a computer. I'm not bringing a calculator, I'm bringing a computer, okay? So, so with that said in here, what, what you see out there is basically electromechanical technologies and I am eliminating electromechanical technologies and I'm bringing it into a solid state. If you allow me, okay, I'm sure you know this. Just let me, let me just describe what a solid state is. Mm -hmm. Electromechanical, it means something that it opens and closes physically. Right. It opens and closes physically. After a number of times, if you will, thousands, hundred thousands, million, two million, doesn't matter. Eventually it will reach a point where it will break. It's mechanical. Also, they use some very specific organic materials inside the outlets and switches and the circuit breakers, all stuff for the power conversion from AC to DC. Okay, mm. it's organic materials. We, on the other hand, eliminating all this and we're coming up with a solid state. Well, what's a solid state? Solid state is... The desk that you have right there in front of you, the one that you can knock on like this, that is one piece of a solid state piece of wood. Inside that piece of wood, I can mimic now what exactly the electromechanical can do inside this one solid piece without moving parts at all. Right. Therefore, I am faster, I am more efficient, I am in this case cheaper because it will be silicon and will be smaller and I can go on and on and on. And that's what makes in this case from a rotary phone to the Apple iPhone right now that we have. And one is a computer and one is a great phone for back in the 50s. And, the, and, and one of the other mechanical pieces in so many of electronics is the fan, which is a result of that power supply, right? So you're going to eliminate all of those bulky items. In these we will be eliminating all of this bulky items. Motors remains motors. If it's something requires AC direct, it's AC direct. But if it's something requires DC, we probably can eliminate that DC in this case and give it, in this case, from the AC, what it needs to power up. So in this case, think of everything around you. Just next time you walk into the kitchen, you walk around your home, any smart gadgets that you have, doorbell, thermostats, carbon monoxide sensor, uh, uh, the, the smoke detectors, all of these products that you have around you. Cameras, they all use DC. 
You go into the kitchen, appliances, microwaves, uh, stoves, ovens, they all have where the display, the touch controller, they use DC. All of those, all of those are in play for us. They're all going to benefit from our technologies instead of using what I call it the brick, okay? Mm-hmm. Now they're going to be using, in this case, our technology, which is a tiny solid state solution. So staying within the home, I know the commercial is a big part and industrial sure. is a big part of what your plans are. Uh, staying within the home, what would not fit into your capabilities? Uh, okay, so if you take a computer in this case as part of a home, okay, even though computer is really not part of a home, it will, I won't go after that market. Why? Because that brick that they use to convert AC to DC, it's already not in the wall. It's already outside. So being slightly smaller versus this much bigger, it's not going to be a game changer. Okay? okay. But anything within the existing infrastructure of a home, a building, LED lights, uh, gang boxes, circuit breakers, all of those are in play for us, including, including the grid, including solar, including wind, including battery walls, and even electro, uh, uh, car chargers. Mm-hmm. So we have all of this in play. Um, I'm not sure if you've read our recent, if you will, regarding the energy traffic controller, which is kind of a cute name that we gave it, <laughs> but it's a, it's a, it catches attention, energy traffic controller. Why, why did we even pick that name? Because we want something beyond the individual to, to pick and to choose and make decisions on its own on what's considered efficient at this moment. Is the grid the price right now from the grid at a, at a price point that is sufficient enough that I should continue from this or should I use what I have stored inside from the, the, the solar, what I have in storage versus in my battery and what is the most cost effective relative to the temperature outside, relative to my usage, relative to my habit, environment and everything else. And it makes decisions on its own. But here's the best part, Jeremy. Companies that I'm going to empower that I'm working with right now, they ha- some of them, they have these solutions, bulky. They're bigger than the mm. circuit breakers themselves. Us, it's going to be as small as a circuit breaker. That's all it is. Okay. And it will make these decisions. Okay. Well, we'll continue our conversation with Amber Solutions Star Casey after a short break. This episode of Residential Tech Talks is brought to you by Ring, home security systems and smart home automation. Get protection at every corner with their intelligent security cameras, alarm systems, and video doorbells. Receive notifications when motion is detected or check on your home anytime with Live View in the Ring app. Help keep your neighborhood safer with the Neighbors app to share information and discuss safety concerns in this hyper-local social networking platform. Ring's mission is simple. Make neighborhoods safer. Discover all the smart home security products by Ring. Go to ring.com. Welcome back. I'm talking to Thar Casey, CEO, President, and Founder of Amber Solutions. Thar, you were starting to talk about the uh, traffic controller, and uh, that that so again, not a product per se yet. It's a it's a technology, a product solution that you are presenting to partner, licensee, potential companies to to put this into their to their arsenal, I guess, of their technologies. Correct. That's how 
a new introduction like that occurs. So you, you, you announce the capability of your technology and then you're adding that into your conversations with these licensees. That is, that is correct. Um, okay. our, our goal in here is, is not to come up with products at this stage right. uh, other than give them the technology through our silicon to come up with the products. Why do I want to reinvent the wheel? These right. guys, they have the market, the name, the reputation, the prestige, and the success. Empower them and let them come up with disruptive products using our technology. How many patents do you have at this point? I remember seeing six at one point. Is it yeah. six or more? We filed more than probably 42. Oh, okay. my gosh. Okay. And uh, we have granted maybe 12, 13 uh, something like that. And okay. there's more in the pipeline. I'm hoping between now and the end of this year, we could hit over 20. Uh, some of our patents, uh, believe it or not, is not is all of them is on our core technology. But now our patents being granted on our core technology, the second or third <clears throat> revisions and uh, uh, discoveries of the core technology itself. By doing such, we're putting picket fences around other companies from trying to come in and say, maybe I can do something a little bit different, but I'll have that kind of a technology. No, we're putting good picket fences around our technology. So in this case, eliminates, if you will, uh, from companies try to find ways to get around our technology. Great. So what um, do you think are some, you, you're talking about hurdles in terms of working with these these companies that are, are embedded in this, uh, world and getting their uh, buy-in basically that this is something that will work and they they should develop product around it um electricians seem like they they would be kind of an old crusty group to to convince um is that some is that a potential hurdle down the road when when you get to actual product or, or do they trust their their manufacturers and just get presented this and say this is a new thing that you're gonna love <laughs> here's what yes. it does you know how's, how, how do you see that going so my goal in here is to make it easy for everyone yeah the product manufacturing companies the electricians installers so let's take it one at a time when i can have a silicon solution that means it can be programmable Hmm. That means it can be in this case with something maybe minor or minute, of course, working with electrical manufacturing companies to accomplish that, but it could be with a minor minute change for the electrician to do make a tiny change on the back of the install. And now, instead of having several SKUs of a specific product, now they'll have one SKU of one product and it can be installed in a variety of different homes. Like I, I, I would imagine you're maybe talking about something like GFCI where you may only sure. put that in a certain spot because it's not practical or affordable to do it everywhere. Absolutely. Or and that, and that you can make the case of the electrician, like, hey, this this is a a great solution that you couldn't have before. Now now you can do it. Now you can do it. Or there's I'll give you one more, Jeremy. There are for example, let's say let's talk about old homes and let's talk about new homes. Okay. Some of the McMansions out there in the CDA market are old homes. Homes mm. are built probably in the fifties and they're, they're, they're big, giant, beautiful homes. Okay. 
these homes, the wiring inside that home is based on old wiring, no neutral wire, only the load, mm -hmm. okay? Those homes are limited to what kind of dimmers you can put inside there. Got it. You're not going to be able to use the latest and greatest technologies with that because there is not enough power to power up the light switch, the dimmer, to make it much more powerful. We came up with a disruptive technology where we don't need that neutral wire. Okay. So instead of running a neutral wire now, which costs thousands and thousands of dollars throughout the whole house, okay, and full complete remodel, we can now give them our dimmer that's based on our technology, and we can make that dimmer even smart dimmer and with limited sensors, but we can still put some sensors in there. And believe it or not, for electrician in this case, they may have the opportunity, we're still working on this, where they can make a switch between a two wire or the one with the neutral. So they have the option instead of carrying several SKUs, one for this, one for that, so we can make it easier for the electrician and make it easier for the CDM market to install these things without saying, oh no, they don't have a neutral, they have to remanufacture, they have to do all this stuff. And we don't need to do any extra training. There's, we don't need to do any training. You take out the old box, the 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 uh, the, uh, the 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 old uh, light switch, and then you put in a brand new one in using the same existing wiring, and mm. that's the whole idea. Nice. And and the other thing I remember you saying was that the same products are for the U.S. and international markets. You don't have to have different versions of those either. That is the key. We want to do that as much as possible. We don't control that gate. We're going to, look, we take the horse to the water. You can't make him drink it. Simple as that. We're going to take all of these electrical manufacturing companies and we're going to give them solutions that hopefully they can leverage it where they can build a single SKU products that can go worldwide, but it's going to be up to them if they want to leverage it or not. From our okay. side, it's a, it's a dynamic input and dynamic output. It changes on the fly. So the product that I thought really resonated when you were explaining it to me, and you showed me a demo, which we can't do on the podcast, but it was the circuit breaker piece and that you could have, you could add the circuit breaker into the panel and have it be intelligent essentially and tell you if you had a, 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 a you know, a fault or some kind of sure. a break, it would basically send you potentially a message if you wanted to use it this way to your smartphone and tell you what happened. Sure. And and that to me was really helpful because I'm always, I understand, you know, the, the idea of uh, alternate alternative energy and changing panels to, to react properly and all of that. But this one, this piece of intelligence that tells you why something happened that affected your power uh, that that's that's a really cool uh, potential Jeremy, idea. Um, I, I'm glad you went there for 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 a second. So let, let's talk about this. So sometimes you come up with technologies that it's a little bit premature for what the world is looking for or it's ready for, and it doesn't mean it's lost. All it means in this case, sit on it a little bit while things are happening. The mm -hmm. beauty about Amber is. We can go anywhere. We can play anywhere. Okay. That piece of what you're talking about, 
It's so essential. It's so important. But the regulatory requirement for that, it's not ready for it yet. They're oh, working on it. Okay. They're, yes, they're not ready for it yet. They're working on it. There's a new uh, regulatory requirement came up, which is called 489I for solid state circuit breakers. That's a great UL first step in solid state circuit breakers. So under that, it requires certain things which we have met isolation, stuff like that, which I don't want to bother you, but bug you with the details. But here's the key thing, which is very, very important. That circuit breaker, when it has the intelligence, in this case, to recognize what's the load coming in. If there is a surge, it will break the surge. If there is an arc, arc, it means it is, it, there is, there is, um, there's inconsistency in the sine wave and it could cause, in this case, fire inside the house. It will break. It has a GFCI, ground fault circuit interrupt. It means a child perhaps standing on the ground and inserted to pin a paper clip inside an outlet and about to be electrocuted where that is a GFCI, it will protect them. When you have, in this case, energy control and energy monitoring and energy metering, and it tells you how much energy you are using. When it, it has an overcurrent, it doesn't allow it to go more than the current, so it does not cut, allow the wires to catch on fire. And you can control it, turn it on, turn it off wirelessly. Forget about, in this case, the, the, the pure uh, uh, convenience aspect of it. But the reality in here is you have a control knowing which circuit breaker just tripped without trying to go and figure out which circuit breaker out of all the panels that you have. No, you know exactly where and you can reset it from your computer or from your phone. All of this stuff we were able to accomplish and do with a tiny circuit breaker that goes inside your panel today, okay? That is something can be leveraged by all of these companies out there and they can put it inside their products. And this is what makes us, if you will, uh, unique and different. It takes longer because we are turning this concept of black magic to a reality and product. So you still need to let allow UL to catch up to that capability. Absolutely. And right. you work in this case with them and you show them the safety aspect of it, the reliability aspect of it, even though they're really not the reliability, they're more of a safety in this case. Mm -hmm. And we will work with these agencies. And uh, it's very, very important that you follow these steps. But some are less, if you will, uh, than others. And in this case, for us, it's not a big deal. Just to give you a perspective, we did go through UL on one of our one piece of our technologies, and we were able to obtain, in this case, UL on our technology. So we are not, we know what we're building. We are building to obtain UL approvals, and we don't see any hurdles for us to, to, to obtain the approvals, as we have already obtained it once. So uh, I know it's hard to talk about uh, licensees and, and what their productization is going to be. Any predictions on the early uh, products to market that are, or categories that you'll see or that we'll see as they come out? So are, sure. are, are we talking um, something, is it going to be a dimmer switch first or is it going to be an electrical outlet first? What do you think is going to happen? I think it's going to be a dimmer. Uh, there's a pull demand in the, on the dimmer side of things, both for the one with the neutral 
and the one without the neutral. Okay. And uh, so, so if you're looking at Amber in this case, as like for a split second, let's say Amber is a product company. Okay. Yes, it will be a dimmer through our partners, but also we're going to have where the Amber, the tiny chip that is going to go inside another chip for the semiconductor companies that is going to go into the variety of different sensors that it goes in a variety of these different homes and not necessarily just the outlet and the switch. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you may not hear about or see it, see it as much as, but it is powered by Amber. Okay. And, and are, are you predicting that with your agreements that folks like the, a lot of my listeners are, are the custom integration CDA folks, are they going to know Amber is in products? Are you going to have uh, branding at all uh, with your partners, like an Amber inside type of a thing, like an Intel <laughs> relationship? So the, the, I'm hoping that's going to be the case. Mm -hmm. uh, the, some of these companies we are talking to in the CDA market. Uh, CDA market for me, it's, it's a very important market because in this case, they are focused on bringing the latest and greatest and sexiest products with energy efficiency and and then and the quality and and so these companies are very intrigued by what we're offering and we're in discussions on how do we move forward some of them have signed mous with us um, and uh, so um, we believe that at the end of the day powered by amber it will be on these products okay um it's um it's one of those things I'd love to have it, but if I don't get it, look, if I can make something better out there and safer and it's going to give the quality, who cares? Okay. But <laughs> from a branding and from shareholders are going to be happy about it and brings value for Amber. Of course it's important. Okay. But at the end of the day, I have something very disruptive. Let's mm -hmm. go out there and take it broad across everything. I remember you saying that it's a three to five year process getting pr branded products that that was, um, with these partner companies or is that uh, something with Amber actually selling a product? Well, so the three to five years typically is that's including silicon and productization. So I'm going to say that we have completed the technology right now. We have been validated now technologically by these large companies, companies, hundred million dollars, 80, 37 billion dollars and validated, validated us. And now what we're doing, we are building products with them in board. Okay. Not in chip and to validate and build a product so they can be testing it with their own perhaps customer base, with their own things, knowing that eventually they are going to buy silicon from us where that board will be out and then this will be in and this will be mass production. So these are the early engagements that we're having right now with these companies. And believe it or not, it's in the CDM market, some of these companies okay. who are interested where we will give them the board, give them the solution, but the board, it will be, you won't see it the same way that you and I will see a board, you'll see the components on it. It's going to be very protective. It's going to be sealed and everything mm. to, to be protective of the technology. <laughs> um, and, that's, and that's why, and that's, these are the kind of agreements that we're having with some of these companies. So the million dollar question, when do you think we'll actually have some of these products uh, available to buy? I'm going to say 2023 
It okay. will be probably realistic. Uh, we we're in the in the beginning stages right now of our silicon development, and it's realistically silicon to develop silicon. It's between twelve to eighteen months. You have to put that eighteen months because sometimes the first rev is not perfect, and then but but with with the current strategy on how we are working with our current partners and these companies. We're looking at, in this case, launching with them oh, and, and, and testing with them, not full scale launch with the boards, okay, but limited, okay, launch to be replaced with the silicon. So we envision in this case, okay, um, I'm going to say uh, we're going to start selling in the probably Q4 of, of 2022 for a 2023 productization. Well, that'll be here before we know it. I'm sure time flies. <laughs> Thar Casey, thanks so much for joining me today. It's been great catching up. I hope you continue to have great progress with the technology. Jeremy, thank you again. It's a pleasure to do this with you. I enjoy it every time. So thank you. Thar Casey is CEO, president and founder of Amber Solutions. You can learn more about his company at ambersi.com. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Be sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And check out all the latest residential tech news at restechtoday.com. Until next time, please stay safe, stay inspired, and let us know if you have a great story to tell. Residential